1: And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host Steven Skolansky, and
0: I'm your co-host Robert Skolansky.
1: And uh, we're about to get some spookiness going on again. Yep. I mean, we're already on the the fifth uh, trios of horror, and uh, it just keeps getting scarier every time.
0: Yes, every every time the, the warning is just like, seriously, don't watch these episodes.
1: I know, and, and it's gotten even scarier because our, our normal uh, guests for these episodes kind of merged into two people, yeah. and it's freaking me out to no end. Um, and so this week, uh, you guys will notice that, unfortunately, our uh, good friend Andy McElfresh couldn't come on, so uh, we invited some other good friends over, uh, Heather and Chris Gast from the cast um to talk simpsons these guys uh, are to my knowledge amazing horror fans and love horror movies so we thought hey who better to have on than someone that loves horror so why don't you guys uh jump on on chris and heather
2: hey what's happening guys hi I'm so i got
1: that i got that right you guys are from what i've noticed you guys are huge into horror oh
3: yeah
2: uh heather more than i am i i like horror i'm i'm mainly a like 1980s horror film type of guy, like the old school stuff. I don't like any of the modern horror stuff. Heather loves all that stuff. I'm I'm not totally into all that.
3: He so at doesn't least... give me a chance. That's why I do give yeah, it so a chance. What least... are you talking about? I give it a chance all the time. When's the last time you saw? I can't
2: watch that stupid Annabelle movie. I'm, I just it. there's no way I'm not watching
1: it. It's so good.
2: No, it's not. Good. By the way, she watched it, and the entire time she was watching it, she was screaming from the other room. I was was editing a video and Heather was going, Oh my God, where's
1: that? She's yelling. So, so, so this, so what you watched for this episode, this, these, these horror movies are more up your alley then. Exactly.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I did understand a couple of them. Like, in other words, I knew where they, you know, the basis for these episodes were, except for the, the, the second one, for some reason, I, I, I don't know where that episode derived from. So it'll be cool to talk about that and to, blew
1: my mind yep absolutely and so uh first question we always ask uh, any new guests that we have on is um as as we know you're not necessarily the biggest simpson fans but obviously you're probably as old as us i'm uh 39 brothers uh 33 so you guys are probably 33 thanks for making me younger
0: (laughs) yeah sorry 35 35,
1: sorry um and so i'm guessing you guys are roughly around the same age as us right well i'm
2: your age and heather is uh 32
1: Okay, okay, so very close. So you guys grew up in the 90s when The Simpsons first came out. What was your taste of The Simpsons back when you were kids? Did your parents let you watch it, not watch it? Uh, your friends? What, what kind of atmosphere did you guys grow up with The Simpsons?
2: So being as old as I am, and like you know, Simpsons in the early 90s were re- ridiculously humongous. And my parents allowed me to watch it anytime I wanted. Um, I watched it every Sunday religiously as a kid. I had the T-shirts. I had some of the um, stuffed toys and stuff like that. So I was heavily into Simpsons as a kid. It wasn't until I think like the late '90s when I finally dropped out. And I don't know why. I don't think it had anything to do with me not liking the show. It was just that I was getting older and doing other things. Um, But I tried to watch an episode in the mid-2000s, and I just couldn't get down with it. It just—I don't know. It felt—it just felt far different from what I remembered.
1: Yeah, they definitely changed the vibe of the Simpson. Obviously, the writers completely changed over by that time, and so just new writers give with new takes on how they wanted to take the characters.
2: Yeah, and I don't know. It just didn't it didn't resonate with me so much. But in the early days, I remember when the show first came out. It, it started on the what was it, the Tracy Alman show?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah.
2: I remember um, seeing like excerpts from that. My dad used to talk about it because I remember when it first came on, he said, wow, I remember this from the Tracy Allman show. And I remember looking (laughs) at him like I'm like seven or eight years old. I'm like, what's Tracy Allman? But yeah, I I remember like a bit of the history of The Simpsons. And and I, I, you know, I like the older episodes watching this episode sort of, I don't know, reignited the fire of me wanting to watch The Simpsons a little bit more. Um, because frankly, I went from the Simpsons as, you know, when I got older to the family guy and I don't know if yeah, a lot oh, of people yeah. our age kind of made that transition or not over to family guy, because I don't know if you guys remember but when family guy was canceled in the, what was it? The mid two thousands, people revolted and then, oh, it came oh, back. yeah, yeah you know. so fam- family guy was like bigger for me, I think than the Simpsons, at least in my adult years.
1: Yeah, I mean, between Family Guy and South Park, I think yeah. a lot of our yeah, yeah. generation really turned towards them. I, I always had a heart for The Simpsons, and I have watched, you know, all 33 seasons <laughs> of it, and, you know, it's it every week I'm like, oh, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? I mean, this past season, there was literally an episode that changed my mind. Like, halfway through season 33, I'm like, this is garbage. I'm not liking any <laughs> of these episodes. And literally one episode just changed my mind on the entire season, and... So it's, it's, it's definitely a weird time for that, especially with the political landscape and stuff that they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, but Heather, what about you? What, what's your life with The Simpsons been like?
3: Okay, so this is sort of all over the place. I grew up watching South Park. That was oh, okay. like my rebellious show, I guess. But <laughs> my dad let me watch it, so it wasn't really rebellious. Um, but for whatever reason, he didn't watch The Simpsons. He watched South Park, so that's what I watched with him. Okay. But as I grew up, I started watching a couple episodes here and there, and I really don't remember as much as I should. The The most that I remember about The Simpsons is playing Simpsons Hit and Run. On- oh my god. Right, I forgot yes. about that. That was like yep. my favorite game. I was obsessed. It was like disgusting how obsessed <laughs> I was.
2: It was like the Grand Theft Auto, but the Simpsons.
1: Yes, yeah. it was. It was, yep.
3: it was so good.
1: Yeah, well, if you guys get a chance, that Simpsons Arcade uh, cabinet is been discounted heavily at Walmarts around the country. So if you guys are arcade goers at all and remember the Simpsons Arcade game at all, oh that my thing God. is...
2: Yeah, so in the middle of Glen Burnie Mall in Glen Burnie, Maryland, there was ca- like four cabinets that were sort of connected to each other. And this mall was like, I don't I can't really explain it, but it, let's just call it a dead mall. Like there was yeah. virtually no one there toward the end of the days uh, before it was knocked down. But at, at the time of the Simpsons arcade machine, that mall, you know, at, at, I guess at its height, was filled with people. And I remember seeing people always hanging around the Simpsons arcade and also the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, um, yep. th- that category yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. But I remember playing that Simpsons arcade as a kid. And I remember loving it and wishing that I could go home and play it. And I wondered, did, did they ever port that to home systems at all?
1: Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I had it on the PlayStation 3. It was a free download at one point.
2: Wow. Okay, yeah, because I don't think I ever got that, but I, I would have loved to have played through that
1: a little bit. Yeah, see, I was the idiot that when Arcade 1UP launched the uh, Simpsons Arcade cabinet, I'm like, I gotta have this. So I stupidly spent, you know, $700 on this <laughs> thing. And, I mean, best money ever spent. It was. It's amazing. I love playing it, but... Apparently it didn't do as well as it hoped, and people were getting picking it up for like two hundred dollars at Walmart on clearance because wow. no one was buying it. So. Yeah.
2: Wow. So what's it discounted to now?
1: About two hundred is the okay, lowest so I've seen the lowest. it. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, and it, but the cool thing is it has a Wi-Fi feature built in, so you can play with your friends across the entire country.
3: No. Uh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is so cool. That's yeah. like so you could, PlayStation So all four
1: Simpsons. Internet. Yeah, so all four Simpson's characters can be going at one time and it's all your friends across the country.
2: That's awesome. Wow. I, like
0: I will that. say I will say there's a arcade bar. Uh, I'm, there's like arcade bars everywhere and they have the Simpson's cabinet at this bar so anytime I go I have to play it a few times because this is simpsons gotta play of course it's
2: a great game by the way when you guys told heather that the uh cabinet connected to the internet it it was as if (laughs) heather's response was as if she just learned what the internet was i just (laughs) it was a big it was the biggest wow i think i've ever seen that's so mean yeah
1: yeah so we've been trying to get a few of my friends huge simpsons fans in the community have picked it up so we're all gonna do probably like a, like a uh, what's that
3: A tournament? platform
1: twitch twitch, uh, twitch. oh stream uh, like a, a twitch stream of it so everyone can see how it plays and everything
3: can you do
1: a twitch tournament stream i'm oh, sure yeah, you, you could. can please i'm just I, i'm just <laughs> not a twitch you like a lot of this new technology like tiktok and twitch and all this i just never got into it so i'd have to like learn how to actually manipulate it and
3: and make it function. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. I can watch videos on TikTok. (laughs) I'm very bad at making them. We recently went on a trip, and Chris wanted to make a TikTok, and I'm not kidding you, we almost got divorced, and we weren't even <laughs> to our first destination yet. You were oh. getting
2: so angry over nothing.
3: No, I was getting so You kept saying, it's so easy. It's the hardest it thing I've easy. ever done in my
2: life. Oh, my God. See this, is,
1: see, this is exactly why I wanted you on our seasons, uh, season five finale episode. I mean, I asked. I know you guys are busy, but it was uh, the title was "Secrets of a Successful Marriage." Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did want you on that episode because I'd love to hear the bickering as part of that particular episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, Chris. but uh, all right, Robert, why don't you kick us off with this uh, horrific episode? All
0: right. So as Steve mentioned earlier, about ten minutes ago, uh, this is season six, episode six, Treehouse of Horror number five. Um, As always, they do three uh, episodes based on uh, the horror
1: slash sci-fi genre. Uh, And I'm I'm sure, Chris and Heather, you probably noticed when you watched the intro, it was still a Halloween special, number five. Yes. It didn't actually Mm -hmm. have that Treehouse of Horror moniker yet. Um, so, so far, this is the fifth episode. I can't remember if they This is the last. Th- the last one. So, starting with six. Uh, number six, it'll actually give that moniker Treehouse of Horror. I thought uh, we were on
3: the wrong episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really did yeah. when it started playing. I'll tell
2: you, I didn't even notice any of that.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it didn't say it.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you know, it's really weird, and a lot of people, like, I always made the, the column, like, why wouldn't Treehouse of Horror start number six? So, Treehouse of Horror six. I thought it should have started as Treehouse of Horror number one. Yeah. Because to this point, they have yet to actually call it Treehouse of right, Horror. Right. Yeah. It was always Simpsons Halloween special.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, And I believe this is the last episode with the uh, cemetery opening as well.
1: Oh, that's sad. That, those are yeah. always fun.
0: Yeah. Um, this aired October 30th, 1994. So uh, I think 20, we've talked about Halloween, this. Halloween, yeah. yeah, we've talked about this in the previous Treehouse of Horror episodes where they always try to air this right around Halloween. Um, I remember as a kid, they never aired it Um, in November until, like, I think the mid-2000s. They always yeah. tried to keep it. It was always
1: baseball's fault. Major League Baseball screwed it all up because yeah. the World Series was on Fox.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, so, our opening sequence this week, we get uh, Marge giving her speech, her warning, and she goes, Hello, once again, as usual, I must warn you that... All of that this year's Halloween show is very, very scary, and those of you with young children may want to send them off to bed. Oh my, it seems the show is so scary that Congress won't even let us show it. Instead, they suggested the 1947 classic Glenn Ford movie, 200 Miles to Oregon, which is not a real movie, <laughs> but they did base this off, I think there's a movie called like 100 Miles to Oregon or
1: something like that um and the, but i love how they showed the black and white clip of just <laughs> wagons going yeah was, i honestly was, that thought was...
2: that was a real movie i didn't nope. realize it was a fake movie that's interesting yeah, yeah they yeah. they've
0: done that i think they do that quite a bit throughout the simpsons where they uh they introduce fake movies kind of reminds me of uh, home alone with the uh oh, yeah. with the movie in home alone that's not real
2: yes the guy yeah. with the gun
0: yes yep wait
2: that's so, not real so, no, that's no. not a
1: real film. <laughs> you didn't know that either? No. Oh my God, Heather,
2: you're learning things today. I'm
1: so That's much. right. I um, it yeah, was we're real. here to teach. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, have, was there a movie growing up that kind of like Marge's warning that you guys, just, your parents just were like, it's too scary. You can't watch it? Yes,
3: The
1: Exorcist. Okay. That makes really. sense
3: yes my dad was like that movie scared the shit out of me as a kid you can't watch it until you're older and then i watch it and i was like what was my dad talking about yeah (laughs) Uh,
2: no my my parents never told me i couldn't watch there there was nothing that i wasn't allowed to watch i mean other than maybe like adult films or something but when it came to like horror and stuff i could watch whatever i wanted i remember watching like, the Jason Friday the 13th films before I went to bed, practically. Well That sounds I, like a bad idea. Yeah, no, I was fine with idea. it. I was fine oh. with it, though. I, I like seeing nudity, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean
3: I was allowed to watch literally just about anything except The Exorcist.
0: Interesting.
3: Really? Jeez. So weird.
0: The only thing I wasn't allowed to watch growing up as a kid, which I thought was kind of funny, was actually South Park. Um Really? Yeah, there was, a, there was a night where Steve had a friend over and they were about to watch South Park and uh, our mom pulled the, uh, me out of the room. She's like, you can't watch that. You're too young.
2: Wow, holy <laughs> yeah. crap. Yeah, I, I never had a problem with South Park either. Yeah. And I remember my friend's mom took me and a bunch of our friends to see the South Park movie. He wouldn't oh, let me awesome. see the
3: South Park movie either. Really? He yeah. let me watch every episode of South Park, but not the South Park movie. <laughs>
0: that's
2: weird.
3: But when did well, that, that come is, that out? That is
2: really out? weird because that was a musical.
0: Yeah, I think that came out in
1: 98 or 2001 yeah, or ni- something like that. Yeah.
3: If it was 98, I was eight years old. So that's yeah, probably So
1: why. that would make, make a lot of
2: yeah,
3: sense. Yeah, that will make sense. 99.
0: Oh, 99. Okay. 99,
3: yeah. But the I still haven't seen it to this day. And oh, it's
0: so good.
2: The year really? of the I Sega Dreamcast,
3: by I the way. Fun fact.
2: You remember that. the Sega Dreamcast? Yeah, but I
3: didn't have it. Oh my
2: god, that thing was amazing. <laughs> I was
3: deprived as a child with Sega.
0: It was really so uh, so uh, so then uh, Bart takes over. Uh, I've never seen the Outer Limits, um, but they do like a voice module thing where you can like see his uh, voice bouncing up, and I really love uh, where Homer comes on. And he's like, oh, I can see my voice. And he kind of does this sing-songy thing where he's like, I can see my voice on TV. This is the sound of my voice (laughs) on TV.
2: I I really
0: love that. That's great. Dad! (laughs) Um, Did you guys ever watch The Outer Limits?
2: No. Yes. Okay. Way, way, way back when. um, I, I watched a few episodes on television, but I remember my parents renting some of the the, the, I guess it was like longer outer limit episodes that were like films almost, and my parents okay. would rent them. That's for, oh, wow. for Blockbuster. Yeah, for forever and ever ago.
1: Cool. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, i never seen it. I've heard of it. Um, I really like that intro. It's kind of fun because Homer is being Homer. Uh, and then we cut to our cemetery scene uh, where we get the tombstones. Uh, the first one reads Amusing Tombstones, which. Followed uh, by R.I.P. Uh, and then something that I I found a little shocking that they yeah, actually like, kind of well,
1: this is dead. The amusing tombstones will be dead, dead. after this one. That's yeah. why they rest in peace.
0: Well, not 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 this 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 the tombstone bit wasn't really shocking. It's the fact that they had Mo's body dropped down from a tree, yeah, from a news. <laughs> and I thought that was really I don't know to me that seems really inappropriate. I know it's a horror. I know it's a horror episode. It's Treehouse of Horror. I, I don't and know and we be- really haven't gotten to
1: Mo's suicidal
0: tendencies yet no and uh it, I don't know to me it, it shocked me to see this and and maybe I don't know like it's just it was it was weird uh his eyes do open so he's not like dead dead he's undead I guess right he's
2: still yep. he's still uh or, yeah there's something going on with him but it's <laughs> interesting this was allowed back then today mm-hmm. I'm sure they wouldn't have that on television oh, because absolutely no, there was a scene of the office that was cut where there's a a hanging that occurred. Interesting. I think it included Michael Scott or something. I can't remember now. But there was a scene where it included something like that and they it was on television, but now they've cut it out completely. You can't even see it streaming.
1: It's gone. Interesting. Oh jeez. Yeah,
3: Yeah, that's a very sensitive thing. Yeah. Yeah Yeah, it is. See
1: we're all desensitized to violence now. (laughs) We don't care. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Kids these days
1: can't handle this crap. No, of course not. (laughs) No. No.
2: no, no. Uh, We we were tough kids, apparently, because I was able to watch all this stupid crap.
0: (laughs) Yep. So now we get uh, Reverend Lovejoy uh, is burning uh, Selma and Patty at the stake uh, because they're dressed like witches. And I love how the fact that he starts the fire and then Patty and Selma take their cigarettes And start their cigarettes with the fire that's burning them. That's great. I love that. Because they're like, we don't care. Whatever. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Yeah. Um, And then uh, Skinner uh, is on a guillotine. uh, And we see Edna Carravel, Willie the groundskeeper, and Chief Wiggum's heads already in a basket. And Bart comes up and he stomps their heads (laughs) further into the basket to make room for Skinner's head. And he chops off Skinner's head. Um, And then finally, we get a couch gag where the poorly, uh, but uh, the remained, yeah, finally the reanimated but poorly assembled bodies of the Simpsons family amble into the living room, sit on the couch, and exchange heads, which we've (laughs) actually seen, I think we've seen as a couch gag where they're alive and they switch heads.
1: Yep. Yeah. So So this is the first time seeing them do the head switching gag, but they weren't uh, Frankensteins. Yeah. So... That was a that was a pretty good couch gag.
2: That was kind of neat. That was interesting. And then there was like it looked like Homer had little tiny arms, unless I.
1: Yeah, that was probably Maggie's arms attached to his body. Yeah,
2: they were like on the front. They looked like yeah Yeah. little arm boobies. It was weird.
1: I'll have to rewatch that. I didn't. I mean, everyone had different body parts of all the Simpsons characters, so that that would definitely would not surprise me.
2: Remember when the alien queen on Aliens had the little arms sticking out of her chest? That's exactly yeah. what, that's exactly what it looked like. Oh, okay. Heather, Heather wouldn't remember that because she's never seen Aliens. By the way, how dare you!
0: <laughs>
1: okay. All right, so let's open it up with our very first uh, section of Trials of Horror Five with. The Shining, and we don't want to say the other word because we don't want to get sued. <laughs> Actually, I, I feel like we're fine now. Yeah. This is a parody of the movie The Shining, which I'm hoping either everyone's has seen the movie with Jack Nicholson and/or has read the Stephen King book or both. I I don't I don't I haven't read the book, but I've I've seen the movie. Okay.
2: Yeah, we've watched the film before. It's been a, quite a <laughs> while, but we've we've seen the film. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed yeah. it I mean, it's not one of my favorites or anything but i enjoyed that film i
3: heard that stephen king hated it yes he did
2: yes he yes, hated he that did.
0: version
1: yeah That's
0: aren't of, they sad. aren't they re aren't they doing a remake of the shining or is
1: that something i just made up No, uh, well, they they did doctor sleep as a as a sequel
2: yeah i i remember doctor sleep there was also yeah. a made for tv movie of the shining if i remember correctly uh but I, I feel like I also heard they're remaking that film, but okay. I feel like you should just leave it at the Stanley Kubrick version. Why, why yes. make any, I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's,
1: it's because people ran out of ideas. They were remaking Firestarter, and it looks horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, they just got to stop touching old IP and just just leave old movies as it is. Exactly, right?
2: yeah.
1: So it's Tuesday, and the Simpsons are driving. Um, I love the over-the-head shot, just like the beginning of uh, mm-hmm. The Shining. Um, and Homer says, it's been a long trip and they, uh, are almost there. And Marge asks if they remember to uh, lock the front door and Homer says, doe
0: God. I, you know, when, even when I leave for work, I'm always like, did I lock the house? (laughs) And I live five minutes away.
1: (laughs) Oh, I do that after I leave. I lock up at work all the time. And I'm like, I halfway down the road, I turn around. I'm like, yeah, I better go make sure I locked up the shop. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, I mean, you guys just went on a nice long road trip. Was there any point where you got to uh, Georgia and were like, "Oh crap, do we forget to lock the front door?"
2: No, not not even once. But I would, I would imagine it's because we knew somebody was coming to our house to check. Them oh in, okay. right, yeah, yeah. So we weren't too concerned about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what I always get concerned with—not necessarily something like that—but what did I leave behind? Um, in terms of like did i bring the proper jacket for where we're going to go you know am i going to be warm enough that kind of thing oh i happens.
3: never worry about that i got like 25 <laughs> bags packed. yeah heather packed, yeah heather <laughs> packed as if
2: we were going on a month-long cruise oh nice <laughs> Yeah, You know, I
0: went on a two-week cruise, and I only brought a suitcase, so I mean...
2: Oh, that's not Heather at all. Heather had at least, you had at least, like, four bags.
3: I think it was four suitcases. Oh, my God. Plus, like, like three or four backpacks. Oh, it's insane. You should have seen
2: us carrying all this stuff up on the first night (laughs) on our trip. Heather wanted to bring everything. I mean, everything.
0: Well, I remember watching the, the video of you guys leaving, and like, Chris, you were just like, why do we need all of this?
2: <laughs> well, that was a very good question, wasn't it? Heather, why do we need all that stuff?
3: Just in case, because yeah, it's springtime and we don't know if it's going to be hot or cold. As that as is down. true.
0: I will give you that, Heather. That's, that's a good point. It is spring.
2: People probably thought we were moving. Probably. We're
0: packing
2: the car up. Oh, it's crazy.
1: All right. Now it's Wednesday and Homer says, well, it's been two long trips and we're finally almost there. And Marge asked Homer, did you remember to lock the back door? Don't, don't! (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, another, uh, God. He he must have went in the front door to lock it, out the back door, ran around the house back to the car, and forgot to lock the back door. (laughs) That's the only way that that makes sense. Uh, Then we get a title card Thursday. And Lisa's like, I think we left Grandpa back at the gas station and no one says a word. And least, like, what about Grandpa?
0: Screw Grandpa, we're late. <laughs> yeah. We're like three days late at this point.
3: They looked almost dead.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you had to drive back... We're, see, we don't know where the Simpsons technically live, so, I mean, they could have been 500 miles away from Colorado at the time and had to make two very long trips back, and they're like, you know what, screw this. If anything else is going wrong... It's, it's, it's the end too bad. But
2: I like that the back door is more important than the grandfather. That's the best part.
1: (laughs) Yes. Grandpa always gets left behind for something. Screw grandpa. Uh, Yeah. And so now we come to uh, the mansion and Burns like, oh, goody. The sea monkeys I ordered have arrived. (laughs) Look, look at them coverting caper. And so it's like, sir, they're the new winter caretakers for the lodge. Yes, they work hard and they play hard. <laughs> oh, I love
0: that quote.
1: <laughs> oh, that's no great. No work and all play
0: make Jack a dull boy.
1: Yep. Oh, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Jeez. That's, that's the quote, though. I know. <laughs> um, and so Mr. Burns uh, starts giving uh, them the tour of the house, kind of like, you know, in The Shining when Jack Nicholson and his family get, get the tour of the house. and like, this house has quite a long and colorful history. It was built on an ancient Indian burial ground in the setting of satanic rituals, witch burnings, and five John Denver Christmas specials.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I like that's the one that got, you know, it, it made Homer shiver to his core when he heard about it. Yes. The Denver. yes.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> but I like how as they're walking down, they see, you know, piles of axes on the wall. And, you know, it's a, definitely a death trap house. Yes. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I'd ever want to be a caretaker at a creepy mansion in the middle of, uh, in the middle of nowhere where I could possibly get snowed in.
2: Was there an axe wall in the film?
1: In the Shining film? Ooh. I think that so. That I don't know. I was think there? so, yeah. It's been so
0: long since I've seen the movie.
1: Yeah, I think there was, because there was, like, ni- like knight's uh, armor and stuff like that. There was, right. like, a whole wing, wing of that. Um... But yeah, I, you know, I've never, I've never done it, but I feel like I've been to Colorado so many times. I feel like I should visit this shining house just yeah. to, just to say that I've been there. I wonder
2: what they're doing with that. Ha- I mean, I wonder what the house is now, like today. Is it a museum? Uh, I think it's
1: actually, well, for, there were a couple things. So I read online, some of it's like, uh, Airbnb, they're Airbnb-ing it out, they're renting it. Like there's a few things that they're still, you know, trying to do to keep it keep it up and running oh
2: my god they're airbnb-ing it that's amazing I'm
1: yeah the <laughs> well they i think these celebrities like they airbnb i remember i saw an article the airbnb'd uh kevin McAllister's house from home alone
2: oh my god
1: yep oh yeah i think i remember reading I about what the price that. tag on that is yeah i didn't i didn't <laughs> see that per night but yeah they're the people that actually stayed there took pictures of, the inside completely i mean they redid the entire inside right. of the house like yeah. it doesn't look like the movie but to say you know that you stayed in that house at yeah, I like it. Um, and so now we cut to the outside where uh we see a hedge maze because every awesome you know hotel, Steve, you, you skipped
0: over the best part.
1: Oh, I did, yeah, where they with the elevator. Oh, right, that's right. So they come to the elevator, elevator doors open, and blood comes rushing out. And uh, uh, Burns thought it was odd because usually the blood gets off at the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great scene great scene in the movie i'm glad they incorporated it into uh yeah. into this i love the blood just pooling at the bottom of their feet <laughs> like yeah, this is an average day no big the, deal uh, no yeah. big deal i i just think it's funny that uh burns i i'm assuming burns just owns this place and yeah he's a crazy old man that just you know has blood floating from floor to floor well i kind of want to know how he gets it back on the elevator
2: i like how they incorporate all these you know Things from the film, you know, the film what is like an hour and a half, two hours. I don't remember the first yeah, time yep. into this third. You know, I don't know how long is the episode five. Like seven minutes. Seven minutes. I like how they incorporate all these little things. It, it just has the feel of the Shining without being a full blown film. Uh, a parody yeah. of the Shining. I think they do a pretty good job with that in these Simpsons. Uh, yeah, Treehouse of Horrors.
1: They do, and I got to give got to give props to the writers on that one. Yes. And, uh, so now we cut to outside where, uh, they're at the, uh, uh, hedge maze and Willie's, you know, watering it and, and, uh, Bart, uh, uses the chainsaw to cut his way <laughs> out of the, out of the maze, found, found a so shortcut good. through your hedge maze. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a shortcut. I feel like if I ever ran into a hedge maze, I think I'd want to do that. Just, just, just to do it. Just Honestly,
0: cause... depending on how the thick, how thick the hedge maze is, I would just walk through it. I screwed the chainsaw. I would just. I'd go for some scrapes and just walk straight through the hedge maze.
1: <laughs> but see, that's, but that's the best part about the title of our podcast. The Simpsons did it. I could do that at a hedge maze and be like, the Simpsons <laughs> did it. That's they did it first. So they told me I could do it in real life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so Willie's about to yell at Bart, but he thinks, uh, you know, thinking to himself, he's like, ah, the family's going to go crazy and shop them all into haggis. And, uh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, Bart's like, what? He's like, boy, you read my thoughts. You've got the shinning. You mean shining. <laughs> Shh, you want to get sued? Now look, boy, if your dog goes gaga, just use that shin of yours to call me, and I'll come a-running. But don't be reading my mind between four and five. That's Willy's time. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Oh. The adult humor. Yeah, I, I don't
2: uh, want to know what Willy's time is. I'm
3: actually very <laughs> curious, but I also think I shouldn't be.
0: <laughs> i mean well, because... there there is a scene later on in in this short story where where i think it is willie's time yes because <laughs> i think he gets interrupted so i think we do see a clip of it <laughs> uh yeah. but yeah i love the fact that they now is that something the simpsons writers were like well we can't use the shining
1: i see that's always been weird to me I'm like, i mean it's obvious i'm either thinking it's a joke or yeah. a co- maybe copyright infringement. Like, they just couldn't do it for... Co- they couldn't say the word for copyright infringement. That's the only thing I could think but of. But it's a parody. Yeah, so it's it's fine line in the 90s, so... Yep. Uh, So we cut back to the house, and Mr. Burns is, uh, you know, taking away all of Homer's favorite things. He's like, yes, by cutting off cable TV and the beer supply, I can ensure the honest winter's work out of these <laughs> lowlifes. like sir did you ever stop to think that maybe it was doing that that caused the previous caretakers to go insane and murder their families (laughs) Hmm, perhaps tell you what we come back and everyone slaughtered i owe you a coke
0: so this isn't the first treehouse of war episode where they've where uh burns and smithers have wagered on a coke the uh episode where he takes Homer's brain and puts it in the robot. That's there's right. The same, there's the same thing. That's right. So I love the callbacks uh, to that. And also, as we get on, there's there's a scene in this episode that happens in every episode of this Treehouse of Horror, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, so, you know, now we cut to Lisa and Bart playing checkers. And uh, Maggie is playing with her blocks. And uh, she spells out the word red rum. Which that was, obviously that was awesome. That was great, and Homer's trying to watch TV, um, and so Homer notices the cable is out, and he's like, "Hmm, I'll have a drink." And then he goes to the fridge, and there's nothing in there, and he's like, "Hmm." And Marge is like, "I'm proud of you, Homer, for taking this quite well." And then Homer screams at them <laughs> that he will kill them. Um, yeah, that's all,
1: that's all it takes to make Homer go mad. No TV yeah, and no I, beer.
0: I mean, if I don't have cable, but if the power went out at my house, uh, which it has a couple times, uh, and I didn't have any beer, which I don't drink a lot of beer, I would just go to bed. I don't think I'd <laughs> probably want to murder you anybody. You would
2: murder your entire family. Are
0: you crazy? Yeah.
1: There's something wrong with you.
0: Yeah, okay. That so, I wouldn't uh, want to murder people yeah, if I didn't have beer and cable? Unbelievable. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: That's crazy talk. All right, yeah. what what would make you guys go so mad that you'd slaughter your family? Like if if it didn't exist anymore, like if you went went somewhere at your house like it didn't exist, yeah, wiped out the face of the planet. What would make you go so mad that you'd have to slaughter your family?
0: Funko Pops.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, if, like my Hulk fell off. I think I'm. To go anymore, you know what I mean? <laughs> what? Well, well wouldn't you
0: just want to not live anymore that's if that I mean. happened? I,
2: that's, I, that's what I'm saying. I think it would just dr- drive me crazy. But outside of that, like physical, like things, I uh, I don't know what what, what would you say? I, Funko Pops wouldn't make me feel that way. Maybe um, I don't know pornography. I, I don't know. <laughs> i, I lot Pornography. What would you say, Heather?
3: I don't know. Yeah, That's nothing a hard would make question. like I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I guess that crazy.
2: But yeah, I don't think anything would make me go and kill my entire family. See if no. you I bet.
1: I bet if you asked Max and he, and he, I bet he would say the internet. Like, if the internet fell off the face of the earth, he would probably go mad and murder both of you.
2: Uh, That's a possibility, actually. You know what? That's actually a good answer. Yeah. If I lost the internet. Because when I lose internet connection here, I am pretty close to killing everything.
3: He gets very upset.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Without the
3: internet. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you just read a book?
2: I would say for Heather, it would be the television show New Girl. I think if that new girl went away, then you would go around killing everybody.
3: Right now. Okay. That's the show of the moment. Or no.
2: Books. You couldn't read books anymore.
3: Yeah, I would have a hard time.
2: Yeah, you'd, you'd kill people mm-hmm. over that, Heather. All right. Yeah, I have
0: to agree with that internet answer. If there is no internet, I'd probably go crazy and want to kill people.
1: <laughs> see, see, see this this almost makes... So, if I was comparing anyone to a Simpsons character, that Heather, you might almost have to be Lisa. Because I feel like if Lisa lost the ability to read books, she'd go completely mad. Yeah, that. she would
3: be the homer in this situation.
1: Yep. hmm Yeah. So uh, so Homer is like, ah, don't worry about
0: it. There's plenty of things he can do to keep himself uh, occupied, which is true. They they're they're caretaking this lodge. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of things he could do to to occupy himself. And he's like, well, I might as well go out and check uh, check out the axe collection, which is great. (laughs) The the axes we saw earlier. And Lisa Lisa's like, Homer, are you going to kill us? And Marge is like, oh, no, Lisa asks Marge if Homer's going to kill them. Marge is like, well, we're just going to have to wait and see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, So now we get Homer sitting at the bar like Jack Torrance um, in The Shining. And uh, Mo appears as his bartender. And he goes, so what'll it be, Homer? Homer's like, "Mo, give me a beer. Moe's like, no, not unless you kill your family. And Homer's (laughs) like, why should I kill my family? Uh... They'd be much happier as ghosts. You don't look so happy. Mo's like, oh, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm very happy.
1: <laughs> la, 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 la.
0: See? <laughs> now waste your family. I'll give you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That's a I like that callback. It's 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 great. Yeah. I, I like the fact that they chose Mo because I mean he is a bartender. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, yep. so now Marge decides to go looking for Homer. And she finds the t- a typewriter, like, in The Shining. And she's like, hmm, I wonder what Homer typed out. Um, it'll show me a window into his madness. And all the paper says is, feeling fine. <laughs> yeah, which is great. And uh, this is probably, like, my most favorite scene of any Simpsons episode ever. I use this line so much in my daily life. And there's a flash of lightning... And we see that the walls are covered in writing. And it goes, no TV, no beer make Homer go crazy. And so Marge sees this and she's like, hmm, this is less encouraging. Oh, actually, it's a little bit later that the the scene is coming up. And, uh, oh, no, it's right here. Never mind. And so Homer, you know, kicks down a door and Marge screams. (laughs) And Homer's like, so what do you think, Marge? All I need is a title. I was thinking along the lines of. No TV and no beer make Homer something something. And Marge like, go crazy? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> and he starts making all sorts of weird noises. I love it. I, I use the the no beer and no uh, TV make Homer go something something all the time. I just, I love that line. <laughs> Don't mind if uh, I do. I
1: do. Ah, blah, 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 blah.
0: Um, so Homer goes crazy. And uh, Marge runs over uh, to a baseball bat to get a baseball bat <laughs> uh, behind a glass case that reads "Break glass in case of spousal insanity," <laughs> uh, which is great. Um, I believe in the movie Wendy has gets a baseball bat. If I'm correct, yeah,
3: I think,
1: I think so. so.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, it's been so long since I've seen The Shining. Um, and so then Marge swings the bat at Homer uh, while Marge uh, while Marge ad- or while Homer. Asked Marge to give him the bat. Give me the bat, you know, Marge. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. Me the bat. <laughs> bat. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, so Homer calls Marge a scary cat and makes a face. <laughs> and as he turns, uh, there's a mirror on the wall and he sees his face <laughs> and he screams at himself because apparently his face freaks hit even him out. And he falls down the stairs, knocking him out. And so Marge decides to carry Homer, which that's a great feat of strength, I have to say, for Marge to carry Homer like a sack yeah, um, into a pantry, <laughs> and she's like, "You're gonna stay here until you're no longer insane." And then she stops at a shelf and sees some, I guess, spices. And she's like, "Oh, chili would be good for dinner." <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they gotta still take care of the family, so yes, gotta eat. Yep. And so uh, Homer wakes up, and we see him eating all the food in the pantry because <laughs> I mean, he's locked <laughs> in there. Obviously, no beer and no no TV. I mean, that's something, but food. That's Homer's basically his third thing. And so Homer, you know, starts eating all the food. Moe and some of the ghosts come in, knock on the door. And was like, "Uh, me and the other ghouls are concerned that the project isn't moving forward (laughs) as they hoped. (laughs) Cat murder now. (laughs) Eating. (laughs) (laughs) And so Moe opens the door and he, a mummy, a werewolf, Dracula, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, and Pinhead, I'll drag Homer out of the pantry, scream. That was great. Oh, I didn't even
2: notice Pinhead in that. You did? Group. Yeah. No, huh? I saw like Freddy the... Krueger.
3: Yeah, he was the first one my eyes were drawn to, and I started like really quick, just looking at all of them. Yeah, that
2: was yeah. That's yeah. pretty
3: cool.
1: Yeah, that's a good Rogues Gallery that they pulled in for this <laughs> uh, for this episode. I agree. Yeah.
0: By the way, the Simpsons beat. Uh, I don't know who made Jason versus Freddy, but they they beat them. To the punch of having them in the same scene. Oh,
2: yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because yeah, this was 94. Yes. That's oh, yeah. fancy. Maybe yep. that's where they got the idea to do Freddy versus Jason.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, they've already been in the same universe. <laughs> Might as
3: well uh, see where that plays out.
1: Yes. <laughs> and so uh, Marge and the kids are eating dinner uh, nervous nervously when they cut to Homer chopping down a door with an axe, just like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. And Homer chops through the door and yells, here's Johnny, to an empty room. <laughs> and uh, this almost, okay, so I have to say, so Heather, I, I've been listening to your office orientation. It's very sad that it kind of stopped. But I, I, was, I was on the episode where uh, Pam uh, puts Michael on hold before actually pan- pa- transferring the call over to Michael. Because the first thing he says is always dumb. and The second thing he says is always great. Yes and it actually kind of reminded me of this Homer, Homer chopping down the door saying, here's Johnny's like, okay, that's a dumb thing to say. So here's the next thing I'm going to say when I go through the next door. <laughs> uh, and so Homer chops to another door and yells, David Letterman. <laughs> and, uh, but it's just grandpa, you know, he fi- grandpa finally made it to the, to the uh, lodge. lodge. Yeah. I, was awesome. I like, I
2: like seeing that. I like that they brought him back even for that minor scene because it gives you an idea that, Hey, I, he actually made it.
3: Yeah. But my question yes. is, did he taxi or did he walk?
0: <laughs> I got to imagine he taxied he had to have or taxied.
1: hitchhiked. Yeah. Or hitchhiked. Yeah. And grandpa's like, Hi, I'm Grandpa. <laughs> Hi, David. I'm Grandpa. <laughs> and oh. so he uh, chops through the final door. He's like, "I'm Mike Wallace. I'm Morty Schaefer, and I'm Matt Bradley. All of this and Andy Rooney tonight on sixty Minutes."
0: Oh my God, that is such a great gag.
1: Yep, you know, and uh, <sighs> and uh, the family goes screaming. Yeah, and I, that, oh, Homer, Homer's holding a stopwatch, just like the uh, guys in Sixty Minutes. That, that was yes, that's interesting, fantastic.
2: It's interesting because they went from Johnny Carson to David yep. Letterman and then to Sixty Minutes. I wonder at that <laughs> time was Jay was Jay Leno not on the air yet?
0: I don't think so.
2: Okay, so this is prior to to Jay Leno. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think yep. about that.
1: Yeah, and uh, so. <laughs> The family runs screaming. They run to uh, the uh, ham radio. Uh, and Mark is like, Hello, police. This is Mark Simpson. My husband is on a murderous rampage. Over. And then we see Wiggum on the <laughs> other line. Oh, well, thank God that's over. I was worried there for a second. And then turns off the radio. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so good. God, Wiggum is such such incompetence.
1: Uh, well, he said, they. Mark said it was over.
0: Come that's on. how you. That's how you respond on walkie talkies. Yes,
1: I know. <laughs> um, and uh, so we also in this scene notice, kind of like we notice in a lot of Simpson episodes, that um, on the back wall we see wanted pictures of Fat Tony and Side Joe Bob in the police station, two wanted yes. felons in the uh, Simpsons universe. Yes. interesting. They well,
2: even uh, cross over into the horror episode.
1: They do. Yeah. And, and as my brother would say, it's non-canon, but I, I like to think <laughs> that the uh <laughs> episodes are definitely canon in the not universe. canon. Um, and so we see uh, Bart. He's like, okay, I got to use my shinning. So he uses the shinning to call Willie, and we cut to Willie Shack, where we see uh, bagpipe and painting of Scottish women on uh, Willie's room. Because, yep. you know, Scotsmen need their uh, bagpipe and uh, Scottish women painting. And he's also a uh, landscaper. So, you know, those, yep. those guys need a little uh, extra on their uh, walls. And Willie says, the little fat boy and his family are in trouble. And then he leaves his log cabin to go help. And I like how he throws his mini TV into the snow when he's on his way. Nope. Yep. but but I like how there was apparently enough antenna you know for Willie to get tv on a portable t- you know portable tv but <laughs> could network. not get any antenna tv inside the cabin <laughs> it was like literally cable or nothing <laughs>
2: what, what's interesting to me is that he refers to bart as the little fat boy is bart known i mean is that a is that a part of his character that he's a he's fat because i never looked at him as a little fat boy me neither right i thought that was just a weird wording there's yeah. a
0: couple of episodes, I believe, in the future where they do make mention that he's, like, chubby. Yep. But up until this point, they've never really referred to him as
1: fat. Interesting. Yep. I mean, I yeah, would so. just
3: say he has a really big head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a spiky-haired kid. Yeah, yeah they could have done a little bit little bit more with that, but it's, it's weird because even now, so season 33, there is actually an episode that discusses bart bart's obesity so interesting a little bit a little bit early on for for that but uh yeah i mean it was pretty pretty good pretty interesting that willie decided to call him little fat boy yeah <laughs> <Poor
0: Bart. laughs> yeah so willie you know gets into the lodge and he yells you know for homer to show him what he's got and <laughs> homer comes around a corner and puts an axe into willie's back And uh yeah, uh that's that's great. Uh I can't I can't wait to see what else Willie has in store for the next two episodes. Um and Willie, as he falls to the ground, asks if that's the best Homer can do and falls dead on the floor. Uh so clearly, yes, that is the best Homer can do because he's murdered Willie. And this is a great joke from Marge where she goes, I hope that rug was scotch guarded. I didn't catch it at first. It kind of went over my head, and then I, like, I, I like, played it back in my head. I'm like, oh, because Willie's a Scotchman. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. I loved it. Um. So then, you know, Homer grabs another axe from the wall, and he's like, must kill the family. And the family runs outside. And so uh, he's like, you know, they, uh, they run outside. They... They're starting to slow down. Lisa sees Willie's TV on the on the ground and holds it up to Homer as he's about to swing the axe at him. And Homer's like, television, teacher, mother. Secret lover.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cause as we all know, Homer loves his television. Um and so, you know, he grabs it and he goes, Urge to kill fading. And fading.
1: They're... Fading. Rising, rising, rising. Because <laughs> obviously the antenna is not the best. Yeah, gone. Come and s- family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So Homer asks the family to gather around him to bask in television's warm, glowing, warming glow. <laughs> uh, and so it cuts to black for a second. We come back, and now the Simpsons are frozen as a family, and uh, the Tony Awards come on. <laughs> And Homer's like urge to kill rising, and the episode ends. Now, granted, I'm pretty sure they're probably dead at this point, anyways, because they are frozen. Well, we get ice. The, well, we
1: had the whole you know Jack Torrance you know frozen walking through yeah. the snow, yeah, wielding an axe. So I I feel like I almost I almost wish they would have done that with Homer, trudging through the snow with the axe, him getting frozen yeah. like that. But uh, I think this definitely ended a little bit better.
0: Yeah. So that is the first short story of Treehouse of Four number five. The second one is called Time and Punishment, which is a play on uh, crime and punishment. Um, and this uh, short story was inspired by the time-traveling short story, A Sound of Thunder by Ray Bradbury. Oh,
2: so, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I've never
0: read the short story. I know who Ray Bradbury is. I think I've read one of his books.
1: So if you guys haven't seen it, I think it was a mid two thousand like mid two thousand movie uh, called uh, uh, Sound of Thunder. It had uh, I think it was Bruce Willis in it. Okay, and he travels back in time, and basically his one it's kind of weird like he uh, is running like a class time travel. They go back in time, and they basically say stay on this path, don't go off this path because you could change the future and. Mm. One of the one of the kids goes off the path, steps on something, and it's just something small. But then they go back to the future, and shit's changed. Uh, ah, yeah. okay. So if you haven't seen that movie, go watch it. It's kind of a cool sci fi sci fi uh, yeah. movie. Ray Bradbury. Also, if you don't want to read books,
2: Ray Bradbury <laughs> isn't he the guy behind Star Trek?
1: That I don't know. know no, I.
2: I've...
1: I'm not a big Star Trek guy. Yeah, so. yeah, I
2: I thought he was the guy behind. Uh, star trek but maybe i'm wrong by that uh, it just sounds it just sounds familiar to me i don't know why am i wrong about that uh, heather's looking it up on google right now
0: well heather that, well heather does that no okay but uh, he, no,
3: he partially influenced a lot of science fiction type stuff gotcha
1: okay like. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha all right so
0: Uh, So yeah, so uh, we start the episode. Also, this kind of also this episode kind of reminds me of Back to the Future a little bit um, (laughs) with, you know, the changing of stuff. And so we see Homer um, and the kids sitting down and Homer goes, you know, Marge, I've had my share of troubles, but sitting here now with you and the kids in our cozy home in this beautiful free country, it just makes me feel that I'm a really lucky guy. And Lisa's (laughs) like, Dad, your Homer is jammed in the toaster. You mean your hand? What did I say? You're Homer. (laughs) Well, (laughs) part of him is anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Your hand is jammed in the toaster. How did he get his hand jammed in the toaster?
1: He was reaching for his toast.
0: Okay. That's fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) While it was still cooking. Don't you want your toast really fast and hot? That's how you get it. You reach your hand in the toaster.
0: That seems like a terrible
1: idea. Well, Homer's Homer's very smart. So yeah.
0: So Homer, you know, starts running around the, the, the kitchen, screaming and banging the toaster on things, trying to get it off. And he falls to the floor uh, and he gets it, and he thinks he gets it off, only for Bart to tell Homer that his hand is back stuck in the toaster. Uh, so this toaster really likes Homer's hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Homer takes the toaster <laughs> into the garage to fix it. And as we all know, Homer is great at fixing things. He only uses a hammer and a drill to, you know, fix, fix the things. camera. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, this shouldn't be too hard to fix. <laughs> I don't. Well, I guess it was broken because he smashed it. And he's like, uh, with the right tools, uh, he can fix it. And then he just hits the, the toaster with the rock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that opens up a panel to the toaster. And then Homer fixes the toaster. And he's like, it's better than new. And we see all, like, this gadgetry in it and, like, light tubes and all sorts of weird things. Homer had a yeah. uh, quick bout of genius. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, Homer is like, hmm, maybe I should take it for a test run. Or a test <laughs> toast. Test toast. <laughs> and uh, so he ends up floating through a vortex accompanied, uh, accompanied by backward running clocks. And Homer's like, "Ah, oh, look at that. I'm the first non-Brazilian person to travel backwards through time, Um, which is a, uh, that's a reference to uh, the first, um, uh, a author, Carlos Castaneda, who wrote books while high. (laughs) Well,
2: that's interesting.
0: Yes. uh, He was on hallucinogens. Okay. And he wrote, he wrote books on, I think it was time travel. I did do a little research on the guy, um, but not a, not a lot. Did he um, think he time traveled? Because that's what it makes probably. it seem like. Yeah, probably. He probably thought he time traveled because he was hallucinating. Uh, and then we get uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman from the Rocky and Pullwinkle show. That was a great I, poll I Which love I loved that as pull. a kid. Um, and Mr. Peabody, correction, homeroom, you're the second. And Sherman's mm-hmm. like, that's right, Mr. Peabody. Mr. Peabody... Quiet, you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great pull. I loved Rocky and Bullwinkle as a kid, and seeing uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman show up in The Simpsons is
1: fantastic. And um, Did you guys watch Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yes.
3: Yeah,
2: no, I didn't, like, I didn't. at all. No? I'm, I, I mean, I know what it is, but I never really yeah. watched it or got into it.
1: No, never, never, never liked uh, Peabody and Sure. I know they made that really horrible kids movie. Oh, yeah, a let's not while talk about ago, that. Was, but, it bad, yeah. was it
2: bad? Because it had the voice of um, the guy from Modern Family who I really like. I never watched that film, uh. and it wasn't because I didn't want to. It was because I forgot about it. But w- was it horrible?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a kids animated show. I mean, they made it for kids. I mean, it's a lot of old IP like that, you kind of try to make it for grown-ups because, that's who it talks to, the people that watch the Rocky and Bullwinkle show in, you know, the 70s. Right. But when you have to make it for kids because that's where all your money is going to come from, sometimes it gets a little lost in
2: yeah,
0: oh, in
1: translation. Yeah. I mean, you can always watch it. I, I, I mean... Some people like uh, Let There Be Carnage. Some people don't. So and, and I have still not seen Let There Be Carnage.
2: Uh, you you referred to it the wrong way as the worst film ever made. I think that's what you meant.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. There's much worse movies made than Let There Be Carnage. Name one. Well,
3: he's never seen it. He can't say. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen it? No.
0: Oh,
2: okay. I was going to say, yeah, there's a lot of really bad movies, but that movie, oh, my God.
3: It wasn't God. as bad as you said. Oh, it was
2: horrible. You walked out of the film liking it. You're yeah, like, oh, I
3: thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm easily entertained. It doesn't take much. See,
1: see, that's the problem. I don't, I don't necessarily dislike movies because I can't make a movie, so I tend to go with the writers and directors. I mean, yeah, there's things I can disagree with about a movie, but overall, I like being entertained. Yeah, like I, yeah. like I won't shred a movie for necessarily being bad if I was entertained by it.
2: Yeah, I wasn't entertained by this film. Was. It was, it was, it was, it was blasphemy, it was, it was crap, and it was stupid. Wow. And remember when Cletus Cassidy said, let there be carnage, he actually said the words. <laughs> that pissed me off. That made, you know what, you asked me earlier what would make me kill my entire family. Watching that film again and hearing that dumb, <laughs> stupid-ass line.
1: Oh, wait, 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 so it said, okay, so here, instead of things being taken away... It's the only movie left in existence. <laughs> yeah, that, that, exactly. The
2: only movie left in existence and it played all the time. Yeah. I, I would murder outside of my family. I think also <laughs> I would add everybody to that list.
1: There we go. Uh, uh, so Homer's going back in time and uh, I love Homer's cause he's like, I've gone back into the time when dinosaurs weren't just confined to zoos. Oh, that's a great Jurassic Park reference. So, so obviously, for for those of you who don't know, Jurassic Park came out in 93, and over the last, God, it had to have been the last four episodes of The Simpsons, there's been a <laughs> Jurassic Park reference. Yeah. Like, these writers are just hammering, going doubling down on Jurassic Park right now.
0: Well, Itchy and Scratchy Land was basically, like, half of it was this one big love fest to uh, Jurassic Park.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, obviously, it's a hit film, and they're just milking okay. that cash cow till, till it's over.
0: Which is, I believe, this new one coming out, I believe, is the last one. It
1: should be.
2: Thank goodness. Well, of, the, of this trilogy. They'll, they'll most <laughs> likely start
1: another trilogy. <laughs> oh, God. please, no. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so Homer's like, okay, don't panic. Remember the advice your father gave you on your <laughs> wedding day. And then uh, we see him dressed in a tuxedo. And uh, Homer's like, if you ever travel back in time, don't step on anything, because even the tiniest change uh, can alter the future in ways you can imagine. And Homer's like, fine, as long as I stand perfectly still and don't touch anything, I won't destroy the future. <laughs> and you see a prehistoric mosquito buzz up to Homer. Stupid bug, you go squish now. <laughs> and he spots it and kills it. <laughs> well, like I want to know,
2: like, whenever would your father tell you that were word, those words of advice? Like, why would you ever discuss, like, time travel? Like, why Why is that even a thing? In
0: a universe where there is time travel. Yeah, oh, yeah,
2: okay.
3: <laughs> On I mean, our wedding day, those were the exact words my dad said to me.
2: Really? Yeah. On our wedding day? <laughs> he didn't say, what were you thinking? No. Or, what are you about? Are, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you've, you've heard the whole thing where you kind of sit in your own space and be like, okay, well, in the future, if they even invented time travel, I'm going to go back to this moment in time and tell myself not to do that. And then you wait like two <laughs> seconds to see if you show up. And then you're like, okay, time travel hasn't been invented yet.
0: See, I like, I like Futurama's uh, time travel because in, in Futurama, you can only move forward in time. So, like, you wouldn't be able to go back in time and then see yourself. You can only move forward in
1: time. That's a good way to keep that paradox. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's exactly. a good way of doing the, the laws of time travel. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so after the squishing the mosquito, Homer travels back to present day, and he sees his Homer eating family, and he thinks, you know, nothing's he changed. He sees his Homer eating family. Yes. Man, I'm turning into you now. See, <laughs> Homer sees his family eating and thinks, oh, nothing's changed. And then an alarm goes off, and the floor kind of morphs into a TV, and Ned appears on it. And Homer asks, why is stupid Ned Flanders on TV? <laughs> and uh, Bart's like, don't you remember, Dad? Uh, Ned's the unquestionable lord and master of the universe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: oh, I think that would be Homer's worst nightmare.
1: I think so, yeah. That well, he does scream. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Yeah. he's like, oh, there's a neg- negative Nelly in Sector 2. And I'm going to have to freeze and prepare for Reed and education. And so we see Bard and Homer, you know, or everyone go back, you know, uh, the house kind of lifts up on a flatbed, takes it off to Ned's Reed and education center. And, uh, you know, the sign on it uh, is Reed and education center where the elite meet to have their spirits broken. (laughs) (laughs) Except I wouldn't really call Homer an elite. No. I don't think anyone in Springfield's elite, except maybe no. like Ken Brockman and Krusty the Clown. Yeah. And so I like how everyone uh, is dressed in Ned's clothes because we got to, you know, keep everyone. Green education. Yep. And <laughs> um, now Homer, you know, is standing in line at the door for, uh, oh, wait, sorry. Um, we they, see, have um, they have them re They have him, like, smiling. They, yeah, they have him sit in the... <laughs> in the chairs is like, okay, everyone sit back and let the hooks do their work. <laughs> and we see them, see them all smiling. God, that would just, just hurt my cheeks.
0: I do like the fact that Homer turns to the guy next to him. What are you smiling? What are you yeah. smiling
1: at? <laughs> Um, now, and then Ned's like, now, in case all that smiling didn't cheer you up, there's one thing that never fails. A nice glass of warm milk, a little, a uh, little nap, and a total frontal lobotomy. <laughs> and, uh, Mo walks up to Homer calmly, it's not so bad, Homer. They go in through your nose and they let you keep a little piece of brain they cut out. Look. And then Mo's holding up his jar with his piece of brain in it and he starts talking to it. It's like, <laughs> oh hello there. Uh who's that big man there? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean that's that's great. I mean I don't think I'd ever want a frontal lobotomy, but no. uh Unless the world's gone completely mad and I just want to calm the fuck out, I guess mm. maybe I do it. That's
0: what weed is for.
1: Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> in the state of Minnesota, it's not quite legal yet. So I guess I'll, guess I'll have I mean, to wait a little bit longer. If you're
2: living in a world where it's Flanders is running everything, maybe you would want that so you wouldn't have to deal with that bullcrap. That is anything. true. It's true.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Feeling fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, Marge and the kids have also been lobotomized. Now, I did think it was weird that when Margin, Lisa and Bart walk up, they're no longer wearing the Flanders get up. Oh, they weren't. Like, like right. they're back in regular clothes, which I thought was kind of weird. But if Flanders doesn't, maybe it's just for the reading education, they can go change back into your normal clothes. Yeah. But I did think that was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Homer runs away and dogs start chasing him because Ned's like, get him. And yeah. he's like, I got something that could slow him down, and he pulls some wieners out of his pocket and says, "This will give me. This will give me the energy I need to escape." And then he starts eating them instead of tossing them to the dogs. It's like this. Uh, it's like
2: the uh, the spinach from uh, Popeye the Sailor Man. Yeah. That's game, yeah. strength. Except except in
0: Homer's case, it's wieners. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because like yeah, I, I love that gag because it's like oh, he's gonna throw the the, the hot dogs to the the. The hounds. dogs, because they'll stop the hounds and they'll stop and eat the, the wieners. No, he just eats them himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, you know, Homer makes it back to the house and he uses the toaster to escape. And uh, he goes back to the dinosaurs and he's like, all right, I'm not going to touch a thing. And then a T-Rex attacks and he's, he runs away. And as he's running away, he's dodging things and not, you know, not Must, trying to, to yeah, touch anything.
1: Touch. Mustn't crush. Touch, And then he sits on the fish. Yeah, he uh, I wish and I he wish ma- I hadn't killed him. that fish.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's great. And so then he uh, you know, transports or time travels back to a new universe. Uh this time everything or everyone in it is very gigantic. Uh they're just very very big. And we get large Lisa and large Bart. Uh <laughs> they they like they they take the top off of the Simpson's house, which uh, where do these giants live? Yeah. They're That's not living in the houses. Yeah, it's, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, look, it's a bug that looks like Homer. And then they try to squash him, and Homer escapes and travels back to the dinosaurs yet again. And this time, the T-Rex attacks again, but in this, instead <laughs> of running away, Homer sneezes <laughs> on the T-Rex, which causes the T-Rex uh, to get, I guess, a, a virus of some sort. And the T Rex sneezes and he kills all the dinosaurs. I and love All the dinosaurs get love, sick.
1: Yeah, I love before how he travels back. He's like, oh, this is gonna cost me. <laughs> <laughs> it, they look like dominoes. Yeah, they all fell yeah. out like dominoes. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. That's great.
0: Uh and so Homer arrives back in the present time, and now the house the house is very luxurious and they they're they're rich. And Lisa goes, Are we taking the new Lexus to Aunt Patty and Selma's funeral today? And Homer's like, hmm, fabulous house, well-behaved kids, sisters-in-law dead, luxury sedan, woohoo, I hit the jackpot. Marge, dear, would you kindly pass me a donut? And Marge's like, donut? What's a donut? And Homer Homer runs back to the time toaster screaming. Marge looks out the window, and it's raining donuts. And Marge's like, hmm, it's raining again. Oh. Yeah, if Homer stayed for two more seconds, he would have loved he it. Would have learned there. that
2: he was so in heaven. So yeah.
0: sad. Yeah, poor Homer. Poor Homer. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Homer uh, goes, you know, time travels again. And he gets back to the house where Willie is waiting for him, and he's like, "Homer, I can tell you how to get back to your time, but you have to do exactly as I say." And right, right before Willie can give him any instructions. He is once again killed by an axe, this time wielded by Maggie, where she says, this is indeed a disturbing universe
2: and is voiced
0: (laughs) by none other than James Earl Jones. Yes, I pointed
2: that out to Heather. Did you notice that? Did you notice it before I mentioned it? No. Oh, okay. I, just, I, I knew it wasn't Maggie. <laughs> well, Maggie doesn't talk. Yeah. So, <laughs> and this
0: is this is the second time James Earl Jones has voiced Maggie. Uh, he also voices her when she herself
1: uh, is an alien. I don't know if we've done that episode yet. No, that's a Treehouse of Horror from God. I think that's a few years away. That's when they're okay. on the. That's when they're on the, they're on the set of uh, Jerry Springer. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. So, yeah, this is the first time James Earl Jones has voiced Maggie. It's not the first time he's been a voice on The Simpsons because there's also... Actually, no, it is because there's also the episode where Bleeding Gums Murphy dies and they do a whole thing with James Earl Jones' characters. Yep. Um, yeah, as so...
1: Lion King and uh, Darth Vader
0: come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, now we get a montage of the house changing because Homer's like, traveling through time and changing time. So we get an igloo, the Flintstones house. Um, (laughs) I read somewhere that the next one was the first McDonald's.
1: Yeah. So we have one of those still in Minnesota down in Apple Valley. That looks like the original McDonald's with the two arches.
0: Okay. So we get the first McDonald's slash. I'm going to call it a diner. Uh, The, the universe (laughs) is underwater. Um, A big
1: shoe. Uh, a, a sphinx, a yeah, a sphinx statue that looks like Bart was yeah. the last one. That was a good. That's Homer. Homer's just fucking around with the universe now. He's like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's over. I just, yeah. who cares anymore? I'm never making it back.
0: Yeah. And
1: so then we cut to King and Kodos up in their ship, foolish Earthlings, not knowing the effects of time <laughs> travel. And then they, you know, start laughing. And they've done this in every Treehouse of War episode where they just cut to their ship. And they're like foolish earthlings and just laugh. And we never know if this is just to buy time because they didn't have enough time in the episode to make the to make the cut or if this was all just intended. Uh, And like that, it's just the weirdest thing. Sometimes with The Simpsons, when you see a character laughing, it's just to buy time for commercials or whatever it is. Like the episode just wasn't long enough. So they needed to buy time to make the episode long enough. Yeah.
2: Interesting. I never knew that.
1: Yep, and they've done it a few times with King and Kodos, but then in the midder, middle of it, some of time traveling effect turns him into Peabody and Sherman again, <laughs> and once again, uh, Mister Peabody to Sherman is quiet you. <laughs> so I it's it's good. I I yeah. I, I love the uh, intro. So then we cut back to the Simpson house, and Homer's you know out of breath. He's like, you know, he's he's like, okay, I'm done with this. Whatever this is, this is it. And Marge's like, "Good morning, dear." And Homer rushes in, grabs Marge, and he's like, uh, "What's my name? What color is the sky? What of donuts? What? For the love of God, tell me!" <laughs> and Marge's like, "Homer, the sky is blue. Donuts are plentiful. Friday is <laughs> Friday is TGI, Tgif night on ABC. What's gotten <laughs> into you?" <laughs> uh. I love that. I always love when the Simpsons call back to other state, other TV stations that, that have things going on. Yeah. Cause I remember TGIF.
2: Oh my God. TGIF. That was the time to be alive, man. It was. <laughs> <laughs> my God, I used to love that.
1: You know, Well, it's, it's funny. Like Friday, Saturday and Sunday were always just like a party. Cause yeah, TGIF, you had snick on Nickelodeon and they had animation on Sunday.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm You're like, right
1: like that just the weekend was always the best and then the world got destroyed now now you don't <laughs> and then streaming streaming happened they right. don't do that anymore
2: right streaming changed everything
1: yep. yeah now we sit and watch all the shows all at once and then have to wait an entire year or more for the next season to come out
2: and i'm sure they <laughs> touch upon all this with homer and watching tv because watching tv obviously was a big part of the first part of this episode so, yeah. do they talk about that in future episodes about streaming and stuff? Is that something that comes up? Um,
1: so far, no. Interesting. Oddly, oddly enough, I don't think. I think it was it was like a few years after, like even the iPhone came out, like quite a few years that the Simpsons even got iPhones and smart tablets and stuff. So interesting. I, yeah, it's weird, yeah. and I always thought it'd be weird to introduce the Simpsons to technology since they've never had it. Right. I mean, obviously, you kind of. I mean, being that it's season thirty-three, you kind of have to make <laughs> a change somewhere down the line. Well,
0: I think somewhere in like the uh, teenage years of the Simpsons, they there's an episode where Homer becomes kind of a blogger.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: And and so like, well, that was they, like the
1: first time they ever got internet. Was that yeah. episode?
0: Yeah, so, yeah, them introducing technology on The Simpsons, it takes them a while, I've noticed. <laughs>
2: well, that's, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. they got to make sure the technology's sticking around before they in, in, <laughs> include it in their show.
3: Well, I remember there was a Family Guy episode when they talked about, what was the DVR service? Like, one of the first Ti-Vo. ones. TiVo. Oh, TiVo? Yes, they yeah, talked Ti-Vo. about TiVo in Family Guy, and by the time mm. I watched it, I was like, this is totally irrelevant.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's weird with anime. I mean, it's almost like, you to keep your show relevant and running as long as humanly possible. <laughs> if you postpone certain aspects, you can eventually introduce them. <laughs> right.
0: Well, it's like, it's like watching like old, like older movies from even like the early two thousands where they like have flip phones. And it's like, this has been out of date for like 20 years now.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Homer's like, Oh, nothing, nothing. And they sit down and eat and Marge and The kids all have lizard tongues. <laughs> and he's like, eh, close <laughs> yeah close enough. Close well, enough. Wizard think, tongue world. They would
2: think he's weird because he's not using his tongue, He right? was eating a, with a fork. <laughs> That's what I mean. would they point yeah. that out? Don't you think
0: they'll that <laughs> Well, it's up? weird because the table has silverware. silverware. Right. So <laughs> For maybe, everyone. <laughs> maybe
1: sometimes they use silverware. Sometimes, like, eh, tongue's good enough. Let's just do the tongue yeah. thing. <laughs> Screw it. Yeah.
3: But what, like, what makes them decide to use the tongue? And what makes them decide <laughs> to set the table with silverware if they're just going to use their tongue? Maybe there's certain food that they use with the tongue, you
2: know
0: what I mean? Well, maybe maybe uh, it's just routine for them to set the table with silverware, and then they're just like, eh. Gonna like, I would imagine trying to, like, eat soup with a tongue would be very difficult.
1: That would yeah. Be messy.
0: Yeah. Or cereal. Like, any kind of liquid, I think.
1: Well, like a dog, you lap it
3: up, right? But don't they know yeah. what they're making before they sit down
1: well it's like it's like chinese food sometimes so when i it's stupid enough i'll go to a chinese restaurant and i'll be like i'll grab chopsticks grab a fork and then when i get home with it i decide which one i want to use <laughs> <laughs> like am i lazy tonight and i just want to scarf it down with a fork or do i want to take time eating and use chopsticks oh my god
0: i
2: never. I I've can't never used use them. chopsticks me, i'm not me
0: either. I can
1: not <laughs> I can
3: with sushi. I've never used them for anything else, but I don't mm-hmm. eat sushi anymore. So it's irrelevant.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I got the, che- so, uh, I don't know if you guys ever got loot crate back in the day. Uh, but one of the loot crate episodes actually came with those cheater oh. chopsticks that are like connected together, but it was Freddy Krueger's, uh, gloves. Oh,
2: oh that's, that's cool. cool.
1: And so I still have those. They were dishwasher safe, so they never actually, uh, Died out. they were metal. So, if I'm if I'm f- feeling lazy and want to use cheater chopsticks, I, I still use those.
2: That's really cool. Yeah, that's badass.
1: And so, all right, so we're done with episode two, our short story number two. <laughs> so now, uh, final one: Nightmare Cafeteria, and this is a parody of Soylent Green, where people are now food. Yep.
2: That's a movie that I've always wanted to watch, and I never watched it. And I real I recognized in this uh, episode that that was sort of what they were referencing. <clears throat> because if you notice uh, at one point they have like the big pot of food and it's green. Mm-hmm. So yep. I, I, do. Oh, I, yeah. that's when I sort of made the connection. I'm like, Oh, okay. I, I feel like I know where this is going. Um, but yeah, that, I kind
1: of wish I would have watched this movie. Like, yeah, I just never, I've heard so many references. Yeah. Like a special future Rama made, this reference like there's a lot of <laughs> things great. like that that were out there that i'm like man i i really should watch it's kind of okay good example game of thrones it was so big it was being parodied on every tv show left and right i'm like fuck it i gotta watch game of thrones otherwise i'm never getting any of this shit right yeah absolutely like that's... i i never
0: watched game of thrones and i still
1: watch the the parody episodes <laughs> like i just couldn't do it anymore there are too many <laughs> parodies i'm like i gotta know what's going on I have to.
2: This was my favorite part of this episode, by the way. I like this oh. part the most out of the first, you know, out of all three.
1: Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for ruining it. I was going to ask everyone at the end which, which one was your favorite. But... Wow, way to go, Chris. All right.
2: Oh well. You know what? <laughs> your the, the, your dissatisfaction sounds just like Heather every single night of the week. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least
1: no one's yawned yet, so we're good there. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. So uh, we uh, open up on class, um, and the class is there before Edna gets in, and you know Bart wants everyone to turn their desks around because you know class clown. It's like, yep. oh, we should we should turn turn every our desks around. It'll freak the teacher out. And uh, Bart's the only one that does it. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I I feel like after I saw this episode, I did this with our cl- our class. In really? Which, yes. I feel like this was something that i wanted to do in school after i had seen this
0: uh never never tried it
1: yeah i mean this was 94 so i was 11 so i would have been i don't know seventh eighth grade yeah that would make sense yeah it it would definitely make sense for me to want to do this yeah (laughs) and i and i would be the only i was the class clown i i probably would have been the only one to do it everyone would be like fuck you we're not doing we're not doing that that's really that's really dumb (laughs) And so uh, Bart gets sent to detention because, hey, you tried to mess with the teacher, you get detention. Yeah. And so Bart stands at the door to the detention room, and you can see children have been crammed up against the glass <laughs> of the door. Um, and Principal Skinner's like, over here, Simpson. The detention room is dangerously overcrowded, so you'll be serving your time in the cafeteria. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just, I kind of want to know what all these kids have been doing to get detention. Yeah. Listening to bars. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, there was a time in high school where I remember this kid got sent to detention. And I don't know if anybody here has ever been sent to detention, but like they give you in high school, like they give you a slip to take to the principal's office. And the kid didn't realize this, but the teacher wrote as the, uh, the reason he was getting sent to detention was uh, the kid was stupid. Oh my God. (laughs) Like it was a joke. Like the teacher was joking. Like, we all knew it was a joke, but, like, the kid didn't realize that was what was written on the pink slip.
2: Oh, my God.
0: It <laughs> was hilarious.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> I, well, that would be great, because you go down in history as being the kid sent to detention for being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, so we see a child in that room. It's like, oxygen, running out. It must be a small detention room. Um, And so Skinner's like, yes, you should have thought about that before you made that paper airplane.
0: So this kid was sent to detention for throwing a paper airplane?
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, look, depending on how strict your teachers are, I mean, they don't like you passing notes in class. Uh don't like you making paper airplanes. I mean, I don't know how your teachers were, Chris and Heather, in in school. But I mean, some of our teachers are definitely no tolerance, no talking, no Mm. nothing. You have to listen.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's some teachers like that. And then you have the cool teachers who are obviously uh, weed-smoking hippies when they go home. But, I mean, for the most part, yeah, you, you know, you follow the rules. I, luckily, I, I was a good kid in high school, or in school in general. I never caused any trouble. I wasn't a class clown. I virtually did nothing wrong other than get horrible grades. Like how I actually passed and got through school, I still can't figure it out. I should have never graduated because I hated school so much. But I I was just always a rule follower and I imagine Heather mm-hmm. was too, weren't right? you? Yeah.
3: yeah, except when I started skipping class in Whoa. 10th Ooh. Grade. Yeah, that was that was the worst thing I had ever oh done. Oh my
2: god, breaking the rules, Heather. It's the new variant of Heather. Breaking the rules, Heather. <laughs> oh,
0: that's awesome. The the worst thing I ever did in, in school was I got sent to the principal's office for saying the word fuck in class. <laughs> I, I, there was a kid behind me who would not leave me alone. I told him to fucking leave me alone. And the teachers, it was in geometry class. The teacher stopped. He's like, all right, who said, who said that word? Nobody spoke up for like two minutes. And he's like, like the teacher's like, I'm not doing anything. I finally like, screw this. I spoke up and he sent me down and the assistant principal's like, well, why are you here? I'm like, I swore in class. And she's like, just sit in the chair until the bell rings and leave. Like, she was like, why are you here?
2: (laughs) right what stupid reason to go
1: yeah that's so dumb yeah and so uh so bark uh goes into the cafeteria squeezes in between jimbo and another student and skinner's like the overcrowding in detention is becoming critical it's a powder keg waiting to go off in an explosion of unacceptable behavior (laughs) and lunch lady door's like don't bitch to me uh, boss man thanks to the latest budget cuts i'm down to using grade f meat <laughs> great f meat yeah we see oh. her holding the tub and it says uh great f meat mostly circus animals yes <laughs> some, some filler some filler yeah <laughs> oh, oh school gross. lunches man you never know what was in them
2: but they
0: yeah. were
1: always delicious yep well what's yeah. funny about that yeah.
2: is that circus animals aren't even a thing anymore that's something that's, that is true that's old, you know an old school sort of a thing that's dead now
1: that's you know? where they all went. Right. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, it, you could say it was cruelty to animals, but I mean, lunch, lunch meat's probably the better answer.
2: There you go. Yeah. That's
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. And Skinner's like, wouldn't it be wonderful if there was some sort of common solution to both our problems? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think there is. Okay, Lunch Lady Doris uh, starts walking by, and Jimbo trips her, and she jumps all the Great F meat on him, and Jimbo yells, oh, my favorite outfit's getting ruined! Which is funny, because it's his only outfit. <laughs> yeah, it's his favorite one! He it's the only thing he ever wears! Yup. <laughs> and so Skinner goes over to yell at Jimbo, and uh, tastes the sauce that you know Doris dropped on him, and asks Jimbo to assist Lunch Lady Doris in the kitchen instead. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yep, and uh, Jimbo tells Skinner to bite him, and Skinner says, uh, "He might, might. might well be." <laughs> mm. And so, lunch lady Doris, you know, has Jimbo cleaning out, you know, a pot. And she keeps pouring meat tenderizer all over him and then then puts the lid on the pot over his head. He's like, oh, I can't work in the dark. It's funny because we never
0: see any of this happening. We only, like, we see the door to the, the kitchen, but we never see this happening.
1: It's almost like the Bugs Bunny thing where, you know, he's... In, you know how the, the guy puts Bugs Bunny in the pot and he's oh yeah a sauna they're putting vegetables and stuff in, yeah. and Bugs is completely oblivious to the fact that he's being cooked or maybe he is and I'm not, it kind of reminded me of <laughs> reminded me of that that Looney Tunes aspect of it mm. and uh uh so then now the teachers are eating lunch and Mrs. Cabral like hmm this sandwich is tastes so young and impudent Seymour <laughs> what's with the good grub well, perhaps I ought to let you folks in on a secret. You remember me telling Jimbo Jones that I'd make something of him one day? <laughs> and the will cast is like, are you saying you killed Jimbo? Processed his carcass and served him for lunch? And Skitter taps his nose, you know, the, yep. He's like, and Ker-pop's like, ha! Ah! <laughs> so clearly they're okay with eating students. Right, they're immediately, like, accepting the fact that we're eating people now. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean... If it's good, it's good.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that, but okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, but this, this reminds me of, I don't know if you guys listen to ska music or real big fish. um, But uh, there's, there's a whole uh, song about bashing vegetarians that they, that they have. And Mm. one of the lines in that song is I'd eat people if it was legal. Oh, and it, this kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> Jeez. If, That's dark. If, yes. Yeah. Very dark. But if, if you ever get a chance, listen to that. It's one of the, one of the best songs about bashing vegetarians for, <laughs> you know, being vegetarians. Because <laughs> meats, meat's so much better. Do you you don't win friends with steak? salad. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. Um, and so, you know, Bart uh, is in line in the cafeteria. And Bart's like, I wonder where Jimbo is today. He should have beat me up for my lunch money an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then Uter runs into the head of the line with his tray. He's like, Frau, frau lunch lady, please ha- to have another sloppy Jimbo. That's ist good, nein? <laughs> sloppy Jimbo. <laughs> sloppy Jimbo. No one's, no, everyone's completely oblivious to this. Which is and, weird because I've only
0: ever, hold, call, ever heard it called sloppy Joe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> New name for it. And yeah. Skinner, Skinner's like, now that's your third helping young man. It's making you fat and soft. And tender. Uh, you just cut in line, didn't you? Report to detention, Uder. For how long? Oh, about seven minutes a pound should do it. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so good.
3: Oh I love my god. It.
1: And so next up you can imagine is Oktoberfest, where they're having where uh, they're eating uh, German grub. And I like yeah, the, I, w- I, I love the Oktoberfest sign where you see the oolats over the K. The O, both E's, and the last T. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much German, but um, I don't. Think I don't think there's. Yeah, that I don't. Many. Th-
0: no, I don't think the umlauts go over all those letters. I think it's just a joke that they're like, oh yeah, in German words. There's always these umlauts over everything.
1: <laughs> yep. And so, uh, so Lisa's like Bart does it strike you as odd that Uter dis, uh, disappeared and suddenly they're serving us mysterious food called Uterbraten? <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, relax kids. I've got a gut feeling Uter's around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> After all, isn't there a little Uter in all of us? <laughs> in fact, you might even say we just ate Uter and he's in our stomachs right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Scratch that last one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God. That's uh, so good.
1: Have you guys ever eaten anything that you didn't actually know what it was? and then someone told you what it was and you're like, crap. Like the only thing mm-hmm. I could the only thing I could think of is if someone gave me like octopus, squid, something like that. they're like, "Oh, here's a tray of food. Eat this. And I just was stupid enough not to ask what I'm eating, and then you realize what it is. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Uh, the no. only time it's ever happened with me was with uh, deer meat. Same. I think one time was it for uh, because here in Maryland, deer—I don't know how it is where you guys live—but deer is a is a kind of a hot commodity. Hunters go out; they, you know, <clears throat> they get a bunch of deer meat and stuff like that, and then people will pack their—they'll have a, sometimes a separate refrigerator and freezer for deer mm-hmm. meat. Um, mm-hmm. and I've been over to people's ha- homes where they're making stuff with deer meat and they'll give me like beef jerky or something. And I'm thinking it's mm-hmm. just beef jerky and it's deer jerky.
1: Oh, geez. Yeah.
0: I, I live in Wisconsin. Uh, they make holidays out of deer hunting. So oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had some venison, uh, just because of, you know, I have friends who hunt and every once in a while, if they actually get a deer, I know here in Wisconsin, uh, getting deer has been a little bit harder. Uh, over the last few years, I don't know if they've been overhunted or if they're just the deer are getting smarter. <laughs> uh, um, so they're yeah, wearing orange vests now, so they don't <laughs> have to shoot you. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think I think I I think I ate squid once without knowing what it was, um, and I really love calamari now. So,
3: oh, see, sometimes it's good. a good thing. Yeah, that's yep. a win-win. Yeah, I yep. I had a steak over my best friend's house one night, like. Her dad was just like, oh, we're having steak for dinner. I was like, man, I love steak. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we had steak. And then the next day I was like, hold on a second. Her dad hunts. So I went on <laughs> aim and I'm like, hey, uh, was that steak we had last night, dear? And she <laughs> laughed and she was like, yeah. Like, I'm an idiot for thinking it was anything else. Yep. But it was good.
2: You couldn't tell the difference because I can tell immediately it's a little bit more gamey sometimes.
3: Mm I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't (laughs) think I pay that much attention. I think I just ate dinner.
0: So, so Heather, if somebody served you, uh, uh, humans, but they didn't tell you what it was, you would just eat it without thinking a second thought.
2: (laughs) Of course she would. Heather eats everything. (laughs) I
3: mean, if they... Steak, I guess but if they're like we're having human for dinner then yeah. I might like question it yeah <laughs>
1: question it okay got yeah. it. Oh, yeah. question of course question it,
2: it. She, didn't say, she, she, she didn't say she's not eating it yet. she just yeah, questioned exactly. it
1: yeah. <laughs> well when in Rome yeah. right? <laughs> and so Lisa and Bart run home to tell Marge that they think the teachers are cooking kids in the school cafeteria and Marge tells them you're now 8 and 10 years old now we can't be fighting all your battles for, you. <laughs> <there, right? laughs> I think that's a battle parents should be fighting. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. And, oh. uh, and Bart starts to say, but, and Mark's like, no buts. You go march back to your school and tell the <laughs> adults not to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Cool. Oh.
0: Don't eat me. Yeah, that's really going to work. Oh, Maybe God. Maybe it can lead
1: to their better side i don't know i I feel like Uh, this at this point teachers just love the taste of student
0: yeah probably they got a taste for it um so now we see enda is writing what their homework is on the chalkboard and it's uh to eat a stick of butter
3: yep because you know she's gained weight right yes yes we have
0: yeah this is the part where like she looks bigger when we see skinner chasing after bart he looks bigger um, so yeah, apparently, um, eating children has a lot of calories.
2: <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> um, and so the only remaining children that are not in permanent detention are Bart, Lisa, Milhouse, Wendell, and Ralph, <laughs> which I'm surprised Ralph wasn't put on permanent detention because he is a bigger kid. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I was shocked at that. <laughs> or already think... on it
1: for that matter.
0: Yeah. Um, and so Edna says, uh, because of all the children in detention, they have combined everyone into one class, which is why, because Lisa is a year, uh, Lisa and Ralph are behind Bart, Milhouse, and Wendell. Yep. So that's that's a good, expo- I, I like that they actually explained why they're all in one class. Um, And she's like, and asked if there were any objections. And Wendell is like, because Wendell's like a really nervous kid. So he's like shaking in his seat and it's like shaking his desk and his pencil falls to the floor. And Mrs. Krabappel's like, detention <laughs> because even one little slate thing you're gone you're out of here
1: yeah i want to know what the teachers plan on doing when all the students are gone eating
0: each other yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> eating
1: each other is the next
2: step right we're going to another school
1: yeah the <laughs> <laughs> school's closed moving on to the next one i like the uh. um
2: shot of the overhead shot of wendell as he's walking out of the class it's it was oh cool. yeah, it was kinda cool. yeah that's a good shot
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Mr. Krabappel, uh, is reading the book, The Joy of Cooking, Millhouse, <laughs>
2: Uh,
0: and there's a picture of Millhouse's head on a, on a platter, uh, or in a pot, sorry, on the book. I
1: feel like How that, did, who, is, re- isn't that making fun of a book? The Joy of Cooking, or is it just The Joy of the Cooking? The Joy of Cooking, yeah. Of, yeah, The Joy
2: of Cooking by, uh, it yeah. was a famous, what's her name? Oh, they made movies about her oh. stuff. So I can't remember her name. Was is it, really it child? Uh, Oh, yeah, Child. Yeah, Julia. Yeah, Julia Child. Yeah, Julia
0: Child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love How did she get that book so fast? Mrs. <laughs> the Joy of Cooking Milhouse. And how many how, how big is that book? Is it like just a sentence? Right. <laughs> right. Uh so uh Millhouse uh suggests to Bart and Lisa that uh any one of them could be next and so they should make a break for it, uh, which is what they do. I'm surprised Ralph didn't go with them. Ralph's like, dude, you're going to get eaten. I'm staying. I'm hedging my bets. (laughs) Um, And so Bart uh, uh, stops at the door of the detention room to look inside. Now they haven't eaten all the kids at this point because we see some kids in cages. uh, They have like that hamster water bottle thing. (laughs) And so um, uh, Principal Skinner stops at Martin who is struggling against the bars of his cage and he goes easy there young man. You'll only make yourself tired and stringy. Now, to check on the free range children. And we go outside and we see the children running around in like a, a pig pen. Yeah. Oh my God. Not
2: the free range children. I love that.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I feel like that's what we kind of were growing up. We were free range children because we were allowed to go anywhere we wanted. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, and so uh, now we see Lunch Lady Doris coming out of the kitchen with a hand mixer uh, and what appears to be blood all over her. And she starts chasing after the kids and Willie comes down uh, the hallway saying he will rescue them. And as he like passes by like another hallway, Skinner comes out and puts an puts an axe in Willie's back. And Willie's like, I'm bad at this. <laughs> and thus concludes Willie getting murdered with an axe in all three stories. Poor Willie. I I love that. I love that. Like that gag. that They just have <laughs> Willie die in all three by an axe. I love it. Um, and so now, uh, Sk- uh, Skinner and, uh, Lunch Lady Doris are chasing the kids into the kitchen and Skinner to Bart is like, I'm going to do, I'm going to enjoy devouring you, Bart Simpson. Yes. I believe I'll start, as you often suggest, by eating your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: So now he's eating cloth, which I am yeah, was kind yeah. of interesting.
1: It's kind well, of like they- a, it's kind of like lettuce. It's a topic. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. To- <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, And so
0: now I don't know where they are in the school. Now, granted, as we're about to learn in a few minutes, the setup to this story. Um, so there's like a suspended stage and below them. I love how it's a Hamilton beach student chopper. Did they get permission from Hamilton beach? Now granted beach is spelled B E C H. And I think Hamilton beach, the actual company is like, you go to a beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, so I guess it's a parody, so I guess they didn't have to ask for permission. Um, And so, uh, Skinner changes, uh, you know, he goes over to the machine to turn on the Hamilton Beach. And the settings on the chopper include chop, pulverize,
1: puree, and (laughs) gooify. Yeah, I want a blender with gooify on it. (laughs)
3: So, fun fact. Chris asked me, he was like, what is that? Is that goify? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all go-y-fee. about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's that,
2: Goify? I was like, I don't know what that
1: means. I was like, was Like I'm a big idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> so although I wonder if that's a made up word or if that's actually in the dictionary. I don't think goofy is
0: in the dictionary, but I feel like people use that word. Now why? I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Goofy. Ever since The Simpsons, you make it. There's a lot of words that The Simpsons have made up that are now <laughs> are now either in the dictionary or people just use in uh, normal lexicon. Yes. It's in
3: Urban Dictionary. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, really quick, I just wanted to point out that Chris was wrong. That oh. the Joy of Cooking is not by Julia Child. However, she learned to cook from The Joy of Cooking. Oh
1: okay. oh okay who wrote it was it like martha stewart or something
3: uh someone named irma something
1: oh okay. irma. yeah of course it's an irma Irma
3: s rom rom bauer
1: oh yeah, okay no. the The simpsons i'll tell you this for doing it we're on season six now at least through now there are so many archaic like pulls and and uh, mm. things that we just don't know what the writers were thinking and why i like It's like, what age are you aiming for? Were you aiming for the people that grew up in the 60s and 70s? Or are you aiming for kids or both? But I mean, watching it as an adult, I'm definitely picking up on way more, way more things than I did when I watched this in the 90s. Yes. So, uh, so now we see uh, Miss Hoover and Enda join Skinner and uh, Lunch Lady Doors and trying to get the kids into the chopper. And Bart tells them (laughs) not to worry because something always comes along to save us Simpsons kids. And then uh Millhouse tumbles and falls into the chopper. So bye, Millhouse. Yeah. And then Bart says, uh, here I remain calm. There's something that'll save the two Simpson children. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bart and Lisa also fall into the chopper, and we turns out Bart was having a nightmare and wakes up screaming. Yeah. And this is probably the most creepiest part of the whole thing. The entire family is just standing around Bart <laughs> watching him sleep. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if most families do that to their kids. Well, but... maybe they were. Do,
0: do you guys do that to Max? Do no, you guys just no, randomly watch him sleep? Of
1: course not. But what, what, I, <laughs> no. what I was
2: thinking is maybe they're running upstairs to warn him of the fog that's about to come into the room. Oh, maybe. No, it's possible. I don't
3: think they realized. Yeah, they did it.
2: because they mentioned it.
3: They mentioned it, but I think they. Well, mentioned how would they know it. about it? I think they mentioned it <laughs> as if like it's a thing that occasionally happens, but they didn't know it was happening now.
2: Uh, yeah maybe, I don't know I, that's how yeah. I took it yeah I mean okay. it's either they're creepily hanging over top of him as I think they were would, or <laughs> they were coming up to I like to think that they were warning
0: him about
1: I him. think they're creepy okay yeah I mean I definitely, <laughs> maybe it's a little bit of both I mean maybe. I definitely don't watch my kids sleep so I mean mm-hmm. as a as a baby I think I did but as as he I means four but so I, I just let him sleep and when he wakes up he wakes up yeah so uh so now uh you know um they tell him not. Oh, wait. Or, sorry. Yeah. That's my train of thought. He had a crazy dream. Yep. So it turns out, you know, Bart was having his nightmare and uh, with them standing around, um, he's like, oh, there's nothing to be afraid of Bart, except for that fog that turns people inside out. <laughs> so now we see the fog starts seeping into uh, Bart's room uh, because of the cheap weather stripping they obviously have on their house.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> and the Simpsons get turned inside out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Inside Out Simpsons, you know, first scream because, I mean, what else are you going to do when you're getting turned inside yeah. out? And they uh, start singing an awesome song. And I, I have the lyrics right here for everyone. It's like, one chorus line of people dance till they make a stop. <laughs> Two, many dancing people covered in blood, gore, and glop. Just one Sniff of that fog and you're inside out. It's worse than that flesh eating virus you've read about vital <laughs> organs. They're what we're dressed in. The family dog is eyeing Bart's intestine. <laughs> 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 and then a happy I- Halloween. I love the fact that Willie is in on this whole thing, too.
0: I think I prefer Chris uh, singing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody, I don't think anyone has ever said that until right now. But,
2: You're, welcome. You're welcome. What I like is that Lisa's hair is still like her star hair. Yeah, turned inside out. That was one thing I noticed. I, I'm assuming so, Bart's so it was it, right? until she yeah.
3: put her hat on.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. 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 So the big thing with the Simpsons is that whenever they show like skeletons of the Simpsons, Lisa's skull is spiky. Bart's hair is spiky. Obviously, Homer's bald. Marge, I don't think we've actually ever seen her skeleton, but that's always the thing. It's Is their hair the way it is, or is it their skull <laughs> right. is the way it yeah, is? Yeah, it's just their
0: head.
2: It's weird.
1: And, uh,
0: that, that song that Steve just sung is a parody of one from a chorus line, which we actually kind of heard in uh, the shinning at the end when they go to the Tony Awards. Yes. That was the song that they were singing oh, there, too. Okay. So, huh.
1: yeah. Yep. So, I I mean, that was great. And then at the very, the very tail end, you see Santa's little helper coming in and start uh, dragging Bart away as the credits, as the credits roll. (laughs)
0: Um, And so the, the, the whole mysterious fog uh, bit that turns people inside out is a reference to Oboler's. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, The Dark, which is about a mysterious fog that turns people inside out. Um, there are no recordings of the broadcast. This is kind of like an or- uh, uh, Orwell thing. Um, uh, but a uh, Ob- bowler recorded a memorable remake for his 62 stereo album, Drop Dead. Oh. So, yeah, it's kind of a Orwell thing. George Orwell.
1: That would, he, like, that, would, we... that would freak people out if uh, they all of a sudden <laughs> a radio broadcast. Just to let everyone know the aliens are done attacking us. But now there's a fog <laughs> that's going to creep in your house and, <laughs> and turn you <the> inside <laughs> out. yeah so so as we come to a close um let's let's just quickly discuss our favorite favorite bit i think i guess we all know what chris's is but um (laughs) i mean mine i absolutely love the shitting i mean that just the take on uh on the shining stuff i'm a huge stephen king fan and just watching Mm -hmm. this again just makes me love it even more and i I don't know i love the blood getting off at the second floor i mean that's that's always good. good that that's fantastic and then i love the scene at the end with homer and his family frozen in the ice um watching tv
0: yeah i i too uh really enjoy the shinning it's my favorite of the three they're all really really good i enjoy them all uh but yeah the shinning um no beer and no tv make homer something something (laughs) um i use l it's just it's such a good they did such a good job of referencing the Shining. And it, it overall feels like a really, really, really good story.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought I was gonna like it more, like the most out of all of them. But I ended up actually liking Cafeteria Nightmare or oh, yeah. Nightmare Cafeteria.
0: Nightmare no, Cafeteria. There we yeah. No. yeah that... Wow,
2: well, you're agreeing with me. This has never happened.
3: <laughs> I'm not agreeing with you. I'm just choosing my favorite.
2: Unbelievable. Well, no, but I mean, we agree on that's the best one. Yeah. Uh, I did want to point out that I said earlier that it was Ray Bradbury was behind Star Trek, and I was wrong. It's another Barry. It's Gene Roddenberry. That's why oh. I was Heather, my mind works in mysterious ways. It was a Barry. It was so wrong. But that episode, yes. the, the episode with the cafeteria was the greatest episode. It was the darkest episode and, uh, and I also liked the German music that played when <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> it was, that was pretty great. But yeah. It would,
1: what it would only made it better if they had like beer steins at their, at their table for yes. their milk. Yes. yes. Instead of, oh, instead yeah. of cafeteria milk, it'd be beer steins full of milk.
2: Oh, that would have been amazing. Well, wow. missed yeah,
1: opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Don't All right. So, so one last thing I wanted to bring up because obviously, um, you guys are huge into Funko Pops, we're huge into Funko Pops. Obviously a new line of Trios of Horror Simpson Funko Pops oh, are yeah. dropping. But my question to everyone is just of Trios of Horror Five, what character or situation would you Ooh. like to see made into a Funko Pop? And I'll go first. I have two. One is I'd love to just get a Willie with an axe in his back. I was, yes, gonna, say I was that. gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yep. Like, that's, that's one of them I love to see. The other one is, I'd love to get a Moe holding his brain with the drooling <laughs> That'd look. be pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: I would really like a, I guess it would be a TV moment, but the uh, TV moment of the Simpsons frozen outside. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that would be yeah. really good. Um, other than that, I mean, they're coming out with probably my favorite willy pop to date, which is the six inch uh, spider willy from yeah. the Freddy Krueger inspired one. So uh, they're already kind of making my fa- like my my, fa- kind of my favorite pop. Chris,
2: um, I would like the a pack of all the characters inside out.
3: Oh! Ooh. Why did I have you go before me? Because I. Well, I'm sorry. Everybody's <laughs> taking my answer. Is that the one that you would have chosen? Yeah, that is the really? one I would have chosen. Yeah, I think
2: that was pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I thought. That oh, was Funko, but see,
1: pack. Funko would be assholes. They make them, package them all individually, and mm-hmm. then have a five pack. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I, but yeah, I think the fi- a five pack would be amazing, and then they could That'd... drop it in black light, see, and then they could make Ooh. more money off of
0: them. They could. They could Ooh. do so
2: much. That's right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I have pretty much every Simpsons pop created. Except for three, they did a glow-in-the-dark, Jack-in-the-box Homer, and then two of the originals. I'm missing the original Marge and the original Bart.
2: Uh, Oh, yeah, those are hard hard to get. The the -the glow-in-the-dark Homer and the -the Jack-in-the-box, we might have that.
3: I think we do.
2: Yeah, I think we have one of those. We'll have to connect with you about that. Okay, cool.
3: He's really cool. Yeah,
2: I had like two of them, I think somewhere. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't know where they're at. Oh because we buy so many to do giveaways and stuff. I always just sort yeah. of like I sort of like pack things away and then I go through <laughs> them when it's time to give shit away. So.
1: Ah, okay. Cool. All right. Well, let's close it off where uh we could find everyone. So, uh Chris and Heather, why don't you guys go first? Uh I mean, I'm sure most of the people listening might know you, but for those of you that don't know who Chris and Heather and the cast is, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? You can find us on the internet. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. That narrows it down so I, much. I love when everybody always just rattles
2: off everywhere you can find them. You can find so you me don't at have my address. I have, a, I have a mailbox. You can mail to my mailbox. Um, so where can you find us? YouTube. We're called the Gaslecast, Starts with a G.
3: And Instagram at Gaslecast.
2: And then also we have a toy company called Mischief Toys. And you can go and check that out, mischieftoys.com. Additionally, on our Instagram for Mischief Toys, just look up Mischief Toys and you can find awesome. out when new drops will occur.
1: Cool. So you can find us on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. You can head over to Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Uh, we have a uh, donation website, buymeacoffee.com. Head over there, it's buymeacoffee.com backslash The Simpsons Did It. Buy us a duff or two or three, and uh, we will put all our money towards uh, the channel and our podcast. and giveaways and all fun sorts of stuff there. Uh, You can give us a phone call um, to our phone number at, all right, so you can give us a call, 612-584-0986. Listen to our awesome voicemail by uh, voice actor Jaden LeBron. uh, And then just let us know what you think of the podcast, what you'd like us to do in the future, things that you want to hear, change, comments, concerns. Just uh, throw us a a line on our phone number. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm
0: Robert Skolanski.
1: And this has been The Simpsons Did It.